Here we go, everybody. Let's do some punk rock podcasting. It's episode four. And today, 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 tonight, it is, I'm going to talk about purpose. I'm going to talk about the power of purpose as fuel for a creative or professional project. And I'm going to talk about... um, not only the driving power that that has, you know, from from my perspective, these are my thoughts, the driving power to just motivate you and, and get you going, get you working on your project, get you out of bed in the morning, as people say, but basically just get you committed to to your to your work, but also part of why it to me, purpose gets you committed to your work and and is so good at it in that way is because I guess of a trait I'm going to describe uh, as uh, executive flexibility because there's some flexibility in, in how well you can execute your purpose. If you know what your greater purpose is and then you have a narrower lens by which you're going to execute that purpose, the greater purpose keeps you going. And then the lens through which you're trying to actualize your purpose, you know, it's open to be tweaked every time you clock in, especially since this is punk rock podcasting. It's podcasting. You podcast. And you don't podcast once. You keep doing it. So it would be the same thing with blogging. You know, if you have your greatest purpose and you don't hit the, you have your greater purpose, excuse me, and you don't hit your mark perfectly every time, it's awesome almost in a way, you know, you're motivated to, to get closer to hitting the bullseye, you know, and life's a, a marathon. So you keep going towards serving that particular goal that you have and over time you're going to, you're going to do better. You're going to do better at hitting that bullseye and all of your work will have a cumulative synergistic, you know, effect from post to post to post. And that's, you know, to me, one of the benefits of a mission, Uh, you know, your purpose is ongoing. And so, I mean, as I ramble a little bit, that's going to be some of the inherent structure, conceptual structure to today's talk and there will be some examples as to what I'm talking about here with the greater purpose and then the narrower lens with which you have chosen and conceived as a creative professional to actualize that purpose, to drive that purpose home and to serve that purpose. Um, Speaking of such endeavors at thethinkinyourarmor.com. We have uh, our main service, the Podcast Starter Package. It's a one-stop shop for podcast and podcast website setup and a blueprint for creating a show or shows to fill your soul and your bank account. Uh, Email at the site for any questions. And we'll help you out. Uh, That's our purpose. To serve as a guide 
for getting set up in the best possible way to to do that. You know, your soul, your bank account, podcast for those things, pull it all together uh, and do it in a, an efficient way where you don't lose time, you don't lose money, you don't lose morale, and you're on track. Cost effective. First, um, yeah, so the benefit, as I said, of a mission to me is it's ongoing and the results it delivers can be constantly improved. You know, you, you, to me, I, I want another crack at, at serving this mission, you know. You're not going to, Rome wasn't built in a day, but if there's a guiding, you know, macro goal that you have, you get back on the horse, and I really think that that's why people should think about what their purpose is. And it's one of the benefits of the projects, again, as I said, um, that are so popular these days. You know, the mediums that are so popular, such as podcasting and blogging that are, you know... Ongoing is the word I've been using, uh, you know, episodic, you know, you just, there's always another and you always have another chance to bring another little nuance of value in the, in the lane that you've made for yourself to your operation. There's always another little insight you may have that serves your greater goal many times for the purpose of helping others. And so this sort of episodic medium, by the way, of podcasting, by the way, of blogging, and in this case, this show, Punk Rock Podcasting, podcasting, of course, it's it's great. It's a great motivator to the actual content creators. So I, I, consider, I consider that flexibility just a real treat. And to give an, a, spe- a specific example of how that's played out for me, Jonesy, the guy talking here, and for the show you're listening to, Punk Rock Podcasting, l- let, me, let me give you a little rundown of one. If you listen to uh, episode two, I had devised for, for me what I was putting together to really motivate my soul and get me into action um a, a a formula i called it the 5pd formula and it didn't have purpose which conveniently happens to start with the letter p uh if you go back and listen to that episode it's i think it's still very valuable and i've kept everything in that formula when devising it for myself to drive forward with de- deliberate action, uh, you know, and, and happy momentum. I kept it all, but I added purpose. So you go back to episode one. If you listen to episode one, if you look at the show notes to episode one, right now I just like to tweak what was once the 5PD formula into right now for you folks, the 6PD formula. And that goes like this. 1P, passion. 2P, 
purpose, 3P, profitability, 4P, play to your strengths, 5P, point of difference, 6P, perseverance, D, do it yourself. The 6PD, the 6P, not the 5P, the 6PD formula. And I think that that's a perfect example of what's going on here. I'm talking about purpose. And there is an executive flexibility to it because, you know, you're not going to be perfect as a human being. You're driving towards a particular goal and you may figure out that, okay, hey, listen, a year in to this business that I've made for myself, I found a little bit better way now to serve to serve the goal. So th- this sort of endeavor is not immutable, you know? When you make improvements, you let you let your audience know, you make those improvements. And it, it's a great thing. It's actually it's a, it's a, to me it's actually a great thing. I'm so happy about turning the 5PD formula into the 6PD formula and going onto you know the episode descriptions and stuff and putting a little asterisk and uh, updating my work because life is a work in progress and work is a work in progress so that's sort of what purpose can can bring us in terms of making that seem okay you know it's it's a it's a great guiding force and by the way of purpose, I also wanted to make the point before when I was talking about a more generalized and bigger goal and then a narrower lens by which you know many professionals and many creatives have structured a service or a product or whatever their offering may be. You know, there's kind of macro and micro levels to these things, or at least I think there should be. And when you take a few steps back and you figure out what your macro level is, that can really be enlightening and almost liberating of soul and mind to bring a clarity to what your narrower focus of your actual, you know, products and services look like and offer your audience and your customers. By the way, of punk rock podcasting, I am providing a sort of and working on a guide and different products that guide along the same path of using this new medium of podcasting, this democratic medium, for the purpose of self-actualization and independence. I feel like a lot of people in this world want to be as financially independent and successful as possible and kill everything they eat, so to speak, you know, so that they are able to live life on their own terms. And I think that people also really have an inherent drive, many of us at least, to contribute to the well-being of the collective to the well-being of humanity, to, to be players, so to speak, and, and have our thoughts, you know, matter 
in in a in a positive way have them consumed by others for the benefit of others and then of course when that's happening that's for the benefit of the folks whose ideas these are as well you know look at the effect that i'm having out there that's what i'm working toward and altruism is 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 tremendous i mean really there's there's a selfish aspect to it i believe and that's the yin and the yang of of uh, the universe and of humanity i mean who doesn't want to feel good about helping loads of people well some don't i'm sure you know there's all sorts of different psychological profiles but i'm sure i'm not the only one who does folks so that's you know it's just a, a sort of interesting and nuanced perspective to keep in mind and po- podcasting the narrow the narrow focus of punk rock pod- punk rock podcasting is to serve as a guide for these these things so we're going to start off with getting started and that's the starter package that we have to help people get set up conceptualize a show that they can make money with and also feed their soul with and and then when i move forward personally and i figure out how to do joint venture you know affiliate marketing for my own products and have partners with that you know i'll have a little information product that as that's just one example you know for how you do that how you branch out and and what worked for me and the whole idea will be diy punk rock like you know this is the type of thing that is as bare bones and actionable as possible and it's a next step on this journey of of punk rock podcasting there will be different nuts and bolts but that's the specific medium, the, the narrower focus of guiding people to self-actualize and to be professionally, financially independent, by the way, specifically of podcasting. But the, the, macro, the macro thing is really uh, the you know, macro meaning, folks, the macro purpose here is to just be a guide in general, you know? The same exact purpose could be fulfilled through another more narrow lens that isn't podcasting but is blogging or is something else entirely. Right now, our main focus, the central to this show, is podcasting. And it just gets me thinking about what makes people tick and, you know, if there's a recession and this is something that comes up at times of adversity, you know, some some level of adversity. And it's probably always important, even when things are a little easier. You know, sometimes it's it's easier for folks in the workforce you know, across the board, across the population, but they're still they're still not fulfilled inside or they still have this sort of yearning desire to help others and to be as creative and as self-expressed as they really could be. And they know they're not because all their time's held up working for somebody else, doing a lot of things that they don't inherently care about. These these are issues, these are human issues that I care about. And 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 that that's those are the deeper more generalized meanings that drive me now and what i'm going to do is 
you know, serve that mission, but I now I have these narrower lenses, you know, and one of the lenses through which I'm going to serve that mis- mission is how to be as direct punk rock, do it yourself to serve those, to heal those pain points, to address those pain points in humans, but now, by the way, of podcasting. And that's what Punk Rock Podcasting the show is about, and that's what the starter package that I plugged for myself at the beginning of this show is going to be about. You know, that's what it is aimed to serve, and it will be continually tweaked to serve to the best of my abilities and its abilities, and all follow-up products will be structured and conceptualized in a similar way and continually tweaked in a similar way. So you have the more generalized, bigger mission, folks. And then, you know, don't forget about that. Don't forget about that. And when don't get stuck in the weeds when you're uh, creating your products. Or if you haven't thought about that bigger mission yet, maybe try to take a few steps back from the actual product you're fiddling with and say, well, what do people, what do humans really want? What What's, what's a timeless desire, a timeless urge of the human condition that you know should be served let me see if that's if my product's speaking to that or let me see if i lost sight of um you you know what really makes us tick as animals because i've had tunnel vision so it's just important it's just an important way to think i think you know you take a couple steps back and you think about what people really want these days lifestyle design is big minimalism is big Avoiding analysis paralysis is big. And, uh, you know, people always say, or I've heard many times, I guess from different self-help gurus, I don't know which one exactly off the top of the head, but to ramble a little bit, what's the line? Life doesn't come with a instruction manual. Something to that degree. Well, I feel that, Okay, life is a human. It doesn't come with an instruction manual, right? But but society itself and culture suggests just just that to us, right? That in in middle class culture, you know, there certainly was a value that you know a sort of a sort of uh, instruction manual just accepted. You know, that's just kind of in the air is the, you know, you get decent grades in high school and then you go to college and then you get your bachelor's and you major in something that's uh, in demand and easy enough to get a job at. And then you join the workforce and that's the instruction manual. You know, that's the that's the sustenance, survival, at least, you know, keep your head down and get it going type of instruction manual. Um, that at least I was raised with, you know, it wasn't handed to us on a piece of paper, but it, it was stressed adamantly. We even had a class called college prep. That was the instruction manual. I, I think that now these days w- with blogging, with podcasting, with the internet, with freelancing, we have so many, uh, professionals out there so many people vying for our attention telling us that they have the instruction manual or listen to their instruction manual or you know buy their instruction manual right 
and you don't know what to think. I, I really feel that it, it, it's a humanist uh, act of heroism to dedicate a portion of one's professional life to really, really getting to the bottom of a multi-use, you know, generalized skeletal sort of blueprint that really could work as an as an instruction manual for a lot of people. You know, I, I've I've read a lot of stuff, and like many of us have these days, and I don't think I'm an exceptionally stupid guy, but some of it really it's like not helpful. Some of it is. Some of it's not. I, you know, I feel like I have to re- read through and take in way too much information to get a few actionable tidbits. And I would like to see more people out there acting as guides in a direct, honest way for others. And of course, charging for their work. Of course, charging for these. Uh, building blocks blocks of success that they're offering, but some stuff is really over the top, and uh, maybe superfluous is the word, but you know it's just like too many words, and uh, it's it's just too much sometimes, or it's it's almost like too too advanced, too many things to think about in in, in terms of okay, what matters most, you know. You, you, you got to focus on the first things first type of actions to take. And so, like, you get those down and you're not thinking about it, And then you move out from there. You're not thinking about anything else because you have a little something working and then it's time to add. And I feel like even that sort of energy of, of being able to render folks, ourselves and others to help ourselves and others to render ourselves calm and take one actionable and productive step at a time that I don't I feel I don't see enough of that being promoted and being sold and to me that's a sort of macro humanist mission that's driving me professionally right now that's what I want to bring to the table so I have this focus of punk rock podcasting you know, and I chose punk rock because we know the story of punk rock, folks. It's rock and roll. It's raw. It feels good. And it's it's independent. You know, people took matters. These musicians took matters into their own hands. They expressed themselves. They weren't perfect. Their music didn't sound perfect, but it sounded honest. They handed out their records themselves. They had, you know kind of uh, gritty, not super uh, artistically uh, amazing, but still cool looking artwork, you know, and they just did it. They went for it and it had, it had its own appeal. And we need, I think we need more of that. You know, I think that that sort of sentiment, that sort of attitude and ideology, I think that that should be mentioned in public school, in private school, in the in the formative educational years of the masses, that that should be institutionalized. That punk rock lesson, and so because it's not to me, that's a window of opportunity, and I'm going to do what I can to do just that to get that out there and to say, okay, 
Let's let's just let's get this out in the let's get this floating around the population. Here's a way that you can put your head down and go. And here's a nice skeletal outline that's that's pretty well thought out, easy to understand. Take it from there, you know, and it works. So that that's my goal, and that should be a lot of a lot of content creators' goals. On top of that, I'm of course just going to podcast about different aspects of life and squeeze the medium for all it's worth. But I really wanted to just ramble on, and maybe it's not rambling. You know, I have to speak off the cuff a little bit. But I wanted to get that point across about the narrower lens through which a project is structured and then the bigger the bigger meaning that it really has. So I, I feel that you know podcasting is is a great narrower lens for that bigger meaning of people out there being able to be creatively self-expressed and you know just get get going get the juice get the juices flowing and and get their thoughts out there be a thought leader it's a great it's a great way it's a great medium for thought leadership because if you have great ideas it's a great first step you just say those ideas you know and over time maybe your your perspective takes on a specific tone you know you start to just hear yourself speak and you can spread your ideas others can hear you speak you can spread your ideas by just opening your mouth you know this is like our first sort of primal form of uh i I, content creation in a way is just is just talking off the cuff like i very imperfectly am doing right now but it's easier and it's quicker that you know to get that out for consumption than to sit down and write something with perfect grammar at least for many people and you can always follow up you know with that written stuff but it's to, to me to get your own personal thought leadership journey started podcasting podcasting the punk rock way you know and then solidify your ideas and force your ideas with other other forms of content creation such such as you know such as writing <laughs> this is th- things that are a little more tightened up and of course you know it's a great way to plug your own products and a lot of other things so i'm gonna browse through my notes one more time folks yeah up here we go i have a, one more thing so a- another thing that really got me th- thinking about this a little bit is i was at the uh i was at the folk art museum the American Folk Art Museum at Lincoln Center in New York City, uh, Manhattan, the other day, a few days ago. It's free. Great museum. I recommend it. If, if you're a New Yorker or if you're in the area, you, you walk right in there. They have like one exhibit at a time. So when I was there, they had, um, what did they have? They had like post-humus portraiture, portraiture in in america it was basically like funerary tradition in in america and and all the different sorts of artistic styles of gravestones and and early photographs and the the customs that went into that the looks that went into funerary funerals funerary tradition um 
and there was quite a bit of stuff there but they had you could go to their site and check it out too folks uh the american folk art museum but one of the things they had just for fun just as sort of a goof is they had a, a grave stone shaped chalkboard and people were writing their own epitaphs on on the on the chalkboard i didn't write mine at the time but i was thinking you know when you think about what that would be for yourself i mean at least i do i thought well what's important to me what's what's important to jonesy and it it it, it's not necessarily dark or disturbing or sad or macabre to me because i i don't know it gets me thinking about life i mean it can kick your ass into gear like well what do i want to do now today that i'm alive what what matters so a little bit of that happened to me and this girl erased whatever who the person before her wrote on this gravestone ch- chalkboard, and she just wrote, when you croak, you croak. And I'm sure she could have thought about something better than that. You know, I, I don't think that she would would want that on, on, on her gravestone, you know? Um, but for me, I was thinking what I would want on mine is along the lines of what we're talking about just right now. And I have it written down here, folks. Anyways, I can't see it in my notes. I think I had too many damn notes in my podcast in, in my in my iPhone on my on my notepad and they got deleted but I it had something to do with like I I did my best to serve as guide to those who follow me I implore all similarly inclined souls to do likewise jollily and I just added that jollily word this is off the top of my head I think that's what I said because it rhymed a little bit so I did my best to serve as guide to those who follow me. I implore all similarly inclined souls to do likewise jollily. And that's what I would that's what I would want written for me because I think that's a great thing to uh, a, a great rule of thumb to live by. And that's it for now folks. That's this is the power for me. This is my word on the power and executive flexibility of purpose keep trying to serve your self-created purpose to your the best of your abilities you're not going to hit a 10 out of 10 every day but the more days you show up to the same purpose the more 10 out of 10s you will and the higher your rating at the end of your life uh, will be you know in respect to that purpose that you've that you've carved out for yourself so it's it's a great thing to keep in mind and uh just remember you check us out at the think in your check the newsletter this is jonesy you'll be hearing from me uh speaking oh one more thing hey listen i'm gonna cut it off now but uh, another thing is i was listening to uh to uh bill burr just on youtube i'm 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 coasting around sometimes you know zoning out i'm uh, i'm on a youtube rabbit hole and i see i see bill burr complaining that somebody called him like 
he, I think he, he was riffing on Meryl Streep's, uh, you, you know, anti-Trump speech at the Golden Globes. And somebody called him a, a postmodern cynic. And he said, hey, man, I just thought I thought I was just a comedian making fun of shit up here. I didn't know I was supposed to be solving things because the, the, the heckler, the Twitter, the Twitter heckler actually told him that uh, he's a typical postmodern cynic because he criticizes and doesn't offer any solutions. And so that was his answer. He's like, I thought I was just, you know, I thought I was just a comedian making fun of shit. But even him in his soul, like maybe I think that bothered him a little bit. Of course, he's a comedian. It's not his idea to come up with some sort of societal solution about how the left and the right can see eye to eye and relate to each other or whatever, you know, um, and stop alienating each other so much. That's not necessarily his job. But in a way, I think it's everybody's job. You know, we all want to solve problems a little bit, you know. So he was saying, like, oh, me and Meryl Streep, what are we supposed to actually be problem solvers here? Uh, you know, uh, no, you're not, Bill. And I love Bill Burr. I mean, great, great comedian. I, I love him. No, you're not. But on some level, I think it's always in the background, folks. I mean, I think we're always we're in this together. That's 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 what humanity is. You know, it's, nobody's the only man on Earth. So it's it's all about problem solving to some degree. I mean, I, I feel like that's it's often in art. You know, you, you get inspiration, which motivates you to, to move forward or you get insight or perspective on something. And comedians certainly have a hand at that um, and, and do a good job at it in their own way many times. But we're, we're all doing it. We're, we're all doing it whether we realize it or not. You have kids, you know, it's great to think about that. So um, if you can make some products that really help people with that, do it. And then make some, make some other stuff for you. But anyways, thethinkinyourarmor.com, check it out. Uh, join the newsletter. You'll be hearing from me. And speaking of Bill Burr, I think all the punk rock podcasting shows, they're going to be on Monday morning. That's when I'm going to release them, starting with the next episode. So... Catch you next Monday. See you later.